give me a definition for a word or give me a word that has a definition that can literally mean anything. That word is love. Love is the word that depending on your life can literally mean anything. But how can love mean literally anything you're wondering? Well, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. My name is Allie. And you are here with us at It's Simple Yada, where we sit and we talk through the intimacies of our lives and how the Lord is involved in them. You are currently walking with me on my 10 before 33, where every day the Lord has been dropping some nuclear bomb on my life. He's been cracking the foundation, but literally the 10 before 33 is the things that the Lord are telling me 10 days before my 33rd birthday, which is turning out to be really, really interesting. Um, And tonight, we're going to talk about love. So strap yourselves in and let's go for this ride, literal ride. So... For the longest time, I thought love was materialistic. I thought it was what you could do for somebody. And for the longest time, you know, I tried to buy love. I tried to buy happiness. And at the end of the day, it left me feeling less than I did when the day began. And for the longest time, that warped sense of self, that warped sense of understanding is what I thought love was. And, you know, we learn love primarily from our family dynamic, from the structure that we see, like, that is the foundational basis for all love relationships, for all friendships. Uh, for all situationships and not the situationship that you're talking about I'm literally talking about a situationship where people are friends, platonic friends not a situationship where you're out here shacking up or doing things that you're not supposed to be doing but those situationships too our familial love is how we shape what love looks like for us that understanding of love or that foundation of love can either make or break or misconstrue love for us going forward and for many of us we struggle with our parents or our family's view of love which could be for some of us it could be this really deep caring understanding love it's full of communication and full of joy all the way to we understand love is getting knocked upside the head and punched and physically and verbally abused because that is what we were shown love as and depending upon where you fall in that spectrum is how you treat friends how you treat family how you treat romantic interests it's how your eyes view love in the world and that is what you pursue so if you are somebody who has seen love as we're not going to feed you today 
then when somebody decides to come along and actually feed you, you may be like, why are they doing that? They must not love me. They must not know what's good for me. Instead of seeing it as that person cares enough to make sure that I'm not eating, they must have some type of feeling for me, right? And even as Christians growing up, like I've learned that the best love or the first love is the love that the Lord has for us. And they always start with telling us about how Jesus went to Calvary to save a wretch like you and me. And that is love. And for and, and that very much so is love. But I was reading the Bible recently and I literally saw love in a different manner and it made me want to pursue love differently and that's literally the beginning of the bible in genesis in genesis it depicts a time before there was time and everything was void in the void and god decided that he was going to make something right he was going to make a creation so he made earth and he made light and he spoke into existence things right and when he was almost done he made man and he made man when he made man he decided to give man dominion over everything that was on the earth and after he gave us dominion over everything that was on the earth and he saw it, he looked on it and he said, it's not good that man is alone. So he created a helpmate and he made Eve. And he made sure that we had everything that we needed before sin came and played its part, right? So literally, if I think about it in that manner, The book of Genesis is the most beautiful love story ever. That God loved us so much that he created a place just for us. He gave us statue. He gave us royalty. He gave us status. He gave us protection. And he showed us what trust looked like. Because at any time the Lord could have said that we are not over the animals of the earth at any time the lord could have said something totally different and did something totally different instead he thought about us so great that he said i'm going to create a place for you i'm going to create a sustainable living environment just for you and in this living environment i'm going to have everything that you need to be able to survive everything that you need to be able to function You're not going to have to go somewhere else or travel a long distance to find what you need. But everything that you're going to need is going to be in this little place right here. And in this place, I'm going to give you domain. In this place, I'm going to set you apart and set you above. What other way is there to show love? literally showing us 1 Corinthians 13. The Lord was literally patient in making us. He was kind with us 
when we were in the garden even after we messed up he was never boastful with us like literally he exuded the purest form of love he even exudes perfect love casts out all fear because even when right even when they had messed up that was the first time that we actually saw fear in the bible after adam and eve had eaten the apple and the lord asked them you know where they were what was going on that was the first time that we also saw fear but we also saw perfect love before that right we saw perfect love before that that tells me that the most authentic and true form of love is in creation. That's why the Lord gave us the commandment to be fruitful and multiply. Because what other, like, there are other ways to show your love. But in the creation of life, there's a level of love that you can't even fathom or imagine. To know that you have taken time to create or birth forth something in your life is amazing. But why do I say all of this? Why why are we talking about love today? We're talking about love today because love can be the answer to many things. It can also be the wrong answer to many things. If we are not capable of showing what love looks like and love the way that God has placed his standard on it, not our own standard of love. If we are not able to show that love, then what are we showing? Throughout the Bible, there were countless instances where God showed his love towards man, where woman has shown her love towards man where man has shown his love towards woman where God showed his love to the church and even the promises the warnings the heating that come in the Bible is still a level of love all of this is encompassed in love love could mean I love you enough to push you forth into this abyss and let you figure it out with my guidance. Love could be, I love you so much that I'm gonna show you where you did wrong and chastise you a little bit because there's love there. Love could be, I love you so much that I'm gonna put you in a secret place and hide you. Love could be, I love you so much, I see that Satan is messing with you. I'm going to not give him access to you. Love could be, have you thought about my servant Job? Love works in such a strange way. Love can produce happiness. Love can produce hardships that produce oil that produce anointing that produce the glory for the Lord love could be purification love could be going through the fire and figuring things out what does love in this season from the Lord look like for you and how are you exuding love to everyone else if we are to knock down the walls We have to love. 
And we can't be afraid of love. We can't. And the world's view of love will make you think that love is something that it's fleeting and it's not. Real love is never going to be fleeting. Real love is never going to be momentary. Real love is going to be life-sustaining, literally. And in our life-sustaining love, we find the fruits of the Spirit, even. Because they're all there. And they all are produced from the seed of love. If we really stop and think about it, it is from my love that I am faithful. It is from my love that I trust you. And I know from your love you trust me. It's from my love that I'm able to be kind and open-hearted. It is from my love that I am able to exude and show these fruits. It is from my love that I understand that you're my potter and I'm clay and that you're going to mold me and make me into something great. And it's from your love that I understand that that molding and that making process is never to hurt me, but to help me. And it's never to put me down, but to promote me, right? From my love, I am able to show my daughter love. But from her love, she shows the example of what I've shown her. And that's literally what we do for the Lord. We are his walking examples of what his love is like, what his forgiveness is like, what his saving grace looks like in our lives. And sometimes we miss the ball. And sometimes we are the ones who taint the experience by not dealing with our trauma, by allowing it to speak for us by not breaking down those walls and allowing ourselves to be vulnerable, we then run into this problem where we are not able to be accountable for the love that we show because the love that we show is not actual love. It is our tainted, distorted version of love. And how many people have you given that to in your life? We always want to make sure that we're leading forth with the purest intention, but we also want to do a heart check to make sure that even in our pure intentions, we are still going about things the right way, the godly way. When was the last time you checked in with your heart and you said, where am I? When was the last time you checked in with your heart and saw Okay, when I did this today, it wasn't the best. And I'm going to have to do things differently tomorrow. But I'm going to repent for this today and move forward. When was the last time you checked into your heart about how you treat and love on yourself? I realized a few years ago that I was not as good of a partner as I thought I was because I could not love myself. And in the process of me not loving myself, I would pour and overpour into the people around me. And it ended up being a level 
of people pleasing when it should have been the spiritual gift of helps. And if I'm not careful, like that is a line that I teeter because sometimes with my spiritual gifts that happen, sometimes with all of us. Okay, because I'm not in that by myself, but that's neither here nor there. Sometimes with all of us, we teeter the line with our spiritual gifts because we have this distorted view of love. There comes a time that in order for elevation to occur, love must consume everything that is not in alignment with the Lord, anything that is toxic to your growth with the Lord, anything that will not put you in right standing with the Lord. We have to allow the love of the Lord and the fire of the Lord to consume it. Otherwise, we run into this problem where we are growing physically, but spiritually we are not because emotionally we cannot. And with a level of spiritual growth will always come a level of emotional growth. Because how are we going to be able to climb mountains if emotionally we're two, but spiritually we're 87? It makes no sense. It does not correlate. Because in order to help the next person, in order to be able to see them, you're going to have to see past their sin and see past the judgment that you want to pass to see the person. And we can't do that unless we have an emotionally sound understanding of who we are and what is going on with us. I urge you to check in today with your heart and see what your level of love is. If you can't even make time for God, if you can't make time for yourself, then I promise you that your love language to yourself needs to change. If you cannot figure out when was the last time you did something that you actually like doing and you took time out for you, then you're definitely going to have to figure out what your love language is and understand that we are human and we change sometimes with the seasons. Sometimes emotionally we will grow, but spiritually we are being propelled forward And we have to be able to check in sometimes because there may be some emotional discrepancies that we're not sure of, but we won't know unless we are checking in constantly with ourselves and checking in constantly with the Lord to see how we align and where we need to grow because we're never going to stop growing unless you make a choice to. And why would you limit the favor of the Lord on your life by not growing? that doesn't add up it may be scary sis it really may be hard bro but what we aren't gonna do is settle for a standard that is less than the standard that the Lord our God who loves us made for us anything below his standard is a disservice to ourselves and to God And we need to be able to change our hearts to go for what his best is and not what ours is. 
I'm constantly going to be in this season where I'm praying and asking God to show me what I need to do to move forward and how I should move forward until he tells me differently. So on tonight, I urge you to plunge deeply into your love life in all areas, spiritual, emotional, physical. Plunge and see what you find. And don't be afraid to let the Lord into those spaces so that he can do the work because that is where the magic really is. That's where the love is. But until next time, know that if you are striving for purpose, if you are chasing purpose and you are in great alignment with the Lord, that the Lord is going to show you some things. That he's going to open doors, but your purpose will make placement for you. Stay safe. Stay beautiful, loves. Until later. Thank you.